the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another in the ongoing saga of Come Together San Diego and Cass Taylor here. You know, a lot of people don't know what to do with healings and miracles. Well, we're going to show you what to do with them today on the show for the entire two hours. We're going to talk about healings and miracles from God's perspective. You know, ordinary Christians really need to understand that this should be an everyday occurrence. And uh, we're going to deal with this uh, in light of the church, in in light of God's uh, body, as his body, his church matures, we should be seeing, you know, more and more of these things on a day-to-day basis and even an hour-to-hour basis. And I, I want to introduce you uh, in, in this first hour with uh, a couple that are tied to Red Seal Ministries. In fact, they founded this, and uh, Rick and Maria Signs are with me for the first hour. We're going to talk about miracles because they live these things on a day-to-day basis. They've had them occur in their lives, and they've had them occur through their lives to other people. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But we're not just going to stop there. We're going to deal with miracles and healings from a uh, quantum physics level in the second hour. You know, you ever wonder how God, He, you know, he has things, he has certain things that he, you know, laws and things like that that he applies. But we Gentiles or we just normal people, we don't apply quantum physics to the law. He applies quantum physics as part of his healing uh, and supernatural strategy. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in the second hour. My friend Hatham Allos is going to join us for the second hour. So we're going to have a, a real fun time. But first, my longtime friends, Maria and Rick Sides. Hey, Maria. Hi, Kaz. Thanks for having us. Hey, 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 Rick. Hey, Brother Kaz. I I told Rick that we could only do a certain amount of bantering back and forth because we're talking about miracles and we want people to have their faith raised instead of uh, having forcing them to get off the air. (laughs) So, but you guys live in the environment of 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 healings and and deep faith stuff and also miracles. So, uh, Maria, why don't you start out and then Rick uh, can jump on in and do a little background of, of who you guys are and uh, the vision you guys have through Red Seal Ministries in San Diego. Maria? Well, I guess I'd say that I'm a walking miracle. I've been healed of a lot of things, and that was really how it started for me. And then my husband, Rick, and I got married and took care of my mother-in-law, and that opened up the healing ministry once again. At 85, she was healed, and uh, we just can- continued to pursue God and and, you know, when you continue to say yes to God, he just keeps opening up yes. more realms of his goodness and his glory. Yes. And so, Rick, your obligation now is to say the greatest miracle was me meeting my wife. This, this is going to is going to this is going to do so well. And then we'll jump on into the other stuff. We'll have to go to the quantum physics part <laughs> to explain that. <laughs> so, Rick, uh, I've known you for a long time. You're a guy who expects 
God to do miracles because that's his DNA and that's in his scripture. So I know as, as a matter of course, Red Seal and under you guys' tutelage, God blesses it with uh, miraculous things and healings in particular. Yeah, it's uh, from when we started, we've seen the miracles. They started in our house. But, you know, all the way back in uh, 81, when I first went to a place called Calvary Chapel, North Park Theater on Sunday nights, it was happening then. We were watching people be healed right there in front of our eyes. People were calling words of knowledge from the pulpit and people were being healed. And it really captivated me on this is for now. This is what we should be doing regularly. Yeah, in other words, you're reading it in the book, the Bible, and you go, and a lot of people go, yeah, well, that was nice back then, but uh, not so much now. The truth of the matter is, this was written for us now and even beyond now. Yes. So when you guys began Red Seal Ministries, uh, I know there were some issues that uh, God had to intervene with you, Maria, from a healing standpoint as well. But uh, in your mind, when you began uh, Red Seal Ministries, was were healing and miracles a big part of your thought processes, Maria? No, I wouldn't say they were. I think it was just that I got a revelation of it because I, I had encountered God that way. And so as a result, I had the faith to believe that for other people. Yes. And so I was happy for 10 years. I prayed for people and I was happy if they were delivered of some bitterness or offense towards somebody. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until 10 years later, pressing in, continuing to minister to people, I started to see miracles and I started seeing healing. So I always tell people, just because you didn't, you prayed for one person or you prayed for people for a year doesn't mean that you can't see miracles too. Yeah, Rick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it was just for me, as I was reading the Bible and we were teaching, it started to be, I started challenging people, let's just not read this like it's a fairy tale. Yeah. We have to be. We have to be seeing this. We have to press in far enough to see this happen. And I believed it would, yes. and it started. You we, know, we, you know, can't change our theology because the Bible says one thing. We can't change our theology based on our experience. That's right. That's right. The, the word is true. Is true. And sometimes it takes us just to kind of press in. Yes, we have and to watch him actually do it until he says, "I'm going to stand on your word until you manifest it." Wow. And so, as you look out, I, I one of the accolades that many say tied to uh, Red Seal Ministries is uh, activities are going on. It's not all of us is behind the, the ch- uh, a church environment. I mean, a lot of the stuff is done on the streets. You guys are out there. So uh, why don't you very, very briefly tell that we've got about four or five minutes left in the segment. Uh, kind of start an overview of what, a, uh, you know, you, you do stuff in, inside on Tuesday yeah. evenings, but you guys go beyond the walls as well. Why don't you start this and Rick finish it off? I find that people are more receptive outside of the walls of the church than actually within the church yeah, because they've never heard of it. They've never seen it. So when we pray for somebody in a mall or at Sprouts or at the gas station, they are so open to you letting them pray for you. And when you do, you begin to release the love of God. And so it's his love and it's power, his power. And they're, 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 they're impacted by what just, did I, what did I just feel? And they have an encounter with God for the first time. And then you can lead them to be salvation, salvation. Yes. Are you seeing demonstrative uh, miracles uh, and healings, uh, Rick, when you guys go out or, uh, or, or are they something like, Oh, I had a stomach ache. I feel great now. Or are they things that you are demonstrable? No, they're, they're demonstrative. They're, they're, you know, tumors are disappearing. <clears throat> cancer is disappearing. We get reports back from people coming back and going, I went to the doctor and the cancer is gone. Um, it's, it's just amazing. And that just, that's just us taking faith just to stop and pray for somebody. Yes. I love praying for somebody that has not met their Lord and Savior yet. Yes. And they say, what was that? Oh, my. What was that? 
and they get their life is radically changed. One encounter with the living God, and you're never the same again. Yes. Oh, no kidding. And my friends, it's time to take them off the pages of the scripture and put them into your life and lifestyle because God wants to heal and he'd like to use people uh, who are his spokespeople to uh, bring this forward. And and sometimes my listening friend, it may be you, and you may have just read a scripture about healing and God says, okay, go up to this person and pray this prayer over them or ask them if they need prayer or how are they feeling? And you go, me? And he goes, yeah, that's what you were built for. Yeah. And do, do you, you, know, you take yeah. teams out, don't you, Maria? Yeah, absolutely. And then we activate them to realize, wow, this isn't just for the pastor or the big evangelist. This is for everybody. <laughs> everybody gets to play. Yeah, you know, we're activating teams right now for Jesus Hill San Diego and for David's tent. We're calling unity of teams coming in. And I told people, they said, well, we've never done this before. I go, you're perfectly called for this. <laughs> Come, don't yes. be afraid. Come, and we will make sure it's good. You said the same thing he did. <laughs> I know. Well, but he was listening. He was kind of plagiarizing my comments. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you, I mean, you think alike. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. Uh, sadly, sometimes we do think alike. So I try to get the humor out there before he has a chance to do the joke. Anyway, my friends, the, the whole idea behind what we're talking about here is God's real, his word's real, and the healing power that he has, and he wants to issue forth through you. That's very real, too. The only reason you're not seeing much of it is because you don't desire it and, and want to speak into it and watch him work. And sometimes, you know, y- y- your skill set is a little rusty or uh, uh, uncomfortable. And as you get, become more confident and uh, you, God starts breathing in the middle of it, it you, you'll be amazed. And sometimes it's, you, you know, if you're waiting for the big lightning flash and thunder and all that kind of things, it may not be that way. But as you, you leave a person by showing your care for them, number one, that he has healing power in and of itself, but also the, the word of God through your mouth and God's desire to heal them more than your desire to heal right. them. Just zing, watch out what happens. Right. So we've got about a minute left in this segment. Any very brief thoughts as we go into the other, the next segments and take a commercial break? One of the things I wanted to do, we kind of set the stage right now for the further testimonials and insights because my listening friend, God is real, and the healing he wants to do through you is real, and we want to uh, entice you to make that next step. Any quick thoughts on that before we go to a commercial I just break? think God wants to inspire people because in this hour, he wants to raise up an army, and he's just looking for people to say, okay, I want to do it, I want to do it, and he wants to <laughs> stir us up to believe. That's right, and it could be healing, it could be other miracles as well. Uh, quick thoughts, Rick? Yeah, you know, the profound thing about healing is all we have to do is lay our hands on somebody and pray. Wow. That's it. That's it. Pray and believe. And, and it's God's responsibility to do the healing. It's not right. all on your shoulders. Yes. It's not right. on your shoulders at all. Right. My listening friend, if this has piqued your interest uh, and you are beginning to get stirred and going, you know, maybe God does want to use me in this, you know, in, in this grocery store line or at this restaurant. And it doesn't have to be a big theater production to just go, you know, uh, I, th- I believe God wants to uh, just intervene on your behalf. Can I pray for you? And Or it may come up that there's an issue, a healing issue or something like that. And it doesn't have to be theatrical. Just go, okay, in the name of the Lord and whatever God tells you to do, do it and uh, bless them and, and see how, how they're, they're feeling in light of that. And then just go about your business and they will have been touched one way or another. I think it's actually better it's not theatrical because it freaks people out. <laughs> it's not It's not really honoring that person. So that's right. That's it, a better it's way It's giving of glory to God. We're going to talk more about this in the next segment when uh, Rick and Maria Sines and Kaz come right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. <laughs> and <laughs> I got to laugh. I'm back. And... Uh, our guest for the second hour, Haytham Malos, is sitting in the studio waiting for his turn and kind of visiting with the sciences. And uh, he came in with a, a, a knee brace because he injured he injured his uh, 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 he injured his knee, and so he's got the brace. He just had an operation. So we uh, during the break, Haytham says, Let, "Let's uh, let, can we pray over my knee." because I'm having trouble moving in certain directions. And so Maria and Rick just, you know, we're going to talk about testimonials. And all of a sudden, so during the, the break, they they prayed God's healing power over his knee. And Haytham, I, you're going to be the next hour, but something amazing happened? Oh, it, it actually did. I mean, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's truly God's miracle. And uh, you know, to our guests here, um, I tell you, a week and a half, I had a jumper's knee. I had a patella, tendon patella surgery. And um, as of this morning... Uh, one of the th- one of the characteristics about this injury is you can't straighten your leg, um, and you can't lift it, mm-hmm. even the brace. Uh-huh. And um, uh, Rick and just, Maria's uh, gig. Maria and Rick just uh, prayed over over the break <laughs> over my thing, and not only did I start to feel a little bit of a blood rush, but I. I'm here as a testimonial right now that I can show it on Facebook. I don't know if I can show this or not, but I can, I I don't know if I can do it. We've we've got Facebook Live going on too, my friend. I can actually straighten and I can lift. Come on, Jesus. I I could not do this this morning, and um, it's an amazing thing, actually. Well, well, this was case in point, I think, uh, Rick and Maria. People have maladies uh, that you run across every day, and uh, sometimes they're not really that bold to to want to have prayer for them. But if they're willing to do that, or if God tells you to be praying for them, it's it's amazing what God can do. And this was not premeditated. This no. was not premeditated at all. So Maria and Rick, I mean, they they travel in this circle a lot. So we're going to spend the rest of the time telling some testimonials, some things you've seen. But this is. Too much God right here. Yeah. What happened? Well, I, what I love about it was that he asked for prayer. Yes. So he was stirred by what we were sharing. And whenever, Revelations 19.10, whenever uh, the, the the testimony of Jesus' spirit of prophecy, do it again. That's mm-hmm. what that scripture means. So he was kind of getting inspired. So we went over and laid hands on him and God God's a healer, right? And he now ex- felt some movement. So we know God's doing. We just thank him for what he's doing. When you thank him, when you thank God for what he's doing, you're opening and positioning yourself for more. And we're acknowledging the creator, acknowledging what he's doing. And so I just believe that it's 100% that his recovery will be accelerated because that's just how God, God's not in our time frame. You know, like we have this unbelief that that has to be a certain way because it has to be logical, but miracles are illogical in the in the uh, natural mind they're they're all based on his kingdom this upside and down kingdom everything jesus did was opposite of what the world says yes yes rick uh, testimonials or experiences that you remember recently well just the other morning we were walking our dog it was about six forty-five in the morning we were walking down to the edge of the canyon where i always take a morning photo and there were two people there smoking cigarettes and we had seen them the morning before and we kind of went around them that time 
This time Maria said, I think we're supposed to talk to them. So we stopped and talked to them, and they were a very nice couple. And the lady, Maria, goes, do you have pain? And she said she did have a lot of pain. And she stood up. We'll make a long story short. By the time we were done, she said the, the pain was gone. She kept sitting up down and getting up. And the look on her face, she couldn't talk because she didn't know what just hit her. But something, this pain that was in her body had just left. 6.45 in the morning, we're walking a dog. Yeah. God's ready to do it. Yeah, this. like he'll do it right here in the in the radio station with Hatham, or he's going to do it at 6.45 in the morning while you're walking your dog. Like, yeah. Just be ready for the suddenly of God, because he wants to use you wherever you go. You carry the presence of God. Yes, yes, yes. Any other, uh, you, yeah. take, you take teams out. Yeah, well, I, I personally have been healed of cancer, so I have this anointing or authority, if you want to call it, over tumors. And I see tumors dissolving everywhere. I've seen dozens and dozens of tumors dissolve. It's like blows me away. And I remind myself, oh, yeah, I I have an authority over it. So whatever you overcome in your own life, you have an authority, whether you were delivered of depression, which I was. I've seen hundreds delivered of depression. Yes. But yeah, so I was speaking at the Rock School of Ministry a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, and a woman came up with a tumor on her thyroid. Laid hands on her. It dissolved under my hand about 45 You could feet. actually feel the, the it, it just. Dissolving. I go, did you feel that? And she goes, uh, and they, so they don't know what to do with it, right? So then she, the power of God hits her, and I pray for her a second time. Jesus sometimes prayed twice. Uh-huh. And it was completely dissolved. And at this point, she's weeping under the presence and the power of God. And I said to the director, can you please announce this so that other people in the school could see and be inspired? Yes. And disbelief you know. is probably one of the biggest enemies uh, of of healing. Uh, when Jesus ministered in his own town, for example, because of disbelief or unbelief. And the reason why was because they didn't respect him because they saw him in diapers. They saw him as a twelve year old kid. They didn't they didn't acknowledge him as the Messiah or, or the Christ because he was so familiar. Yes. And so it's sometimes harder to minister to our own families because we're so, they're so familiar. Like when we got into ministry, like who the heck are you? Yeah. And who do you think you are? Well, that's what they said to Jesus. Who, how, how come you're preaching like that? Yes. Right. Yes. So, and so, so when God intervenes like that, it, it kind of changes either, either changes attitude or, or, or other people go, that's that's fabricated. I'm not going to have anything to do. Well, you know, sometimes you just can't, you, you just have to leave those guys where they are. And, you know, many, many opportunities that God gives them, they, they, then they're going to, you know, become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But but the fact that you're available and somebody else says, yes, uh, let God heal me. And seeing that miracle has got to change a lot of people's attitudes and minds. Yeah, it Rick? does. You know, especially when we start a meeting at Red Seal, we always tell people, when you walked in the door, healing was on in the parking lot. Healing was on when you got in your car. Healing was on there. We don't put a time constraint on it. Yeah. So when they're there, we, we're calling healings now. You got in your car to come here for something. You didn't come just to hear us or just to worship. You came because you needed something. And people are getting healed in their seats and nobody touched yeah. Yes. Yeah. Except very, for oh, the that's Holy very Spirit. often. Holy Spirit's coming in and landing. Well, we've got about three minutes in the segment. I've been in your environment before, and sometimes you're in the middle of delivering a message, either one of the two of you, and all, and in the middle of a sentence, you go, "Hang on for a second. I sense that God, there's going to there's somebody here that has a, and you call out, it, it could be you know an arm injury or you know a, a cold or something. It's so like funny that. you're bringing that up because I got a word of knowledge sitting here that somebody has a retina, a problem with their retina in their eye, like a, a I don't know if it's a burnt thing or. 
something that's rest messed up their retina. I believe God's healing it as they're listening. Well, what we're going to do right now is, uh, my listening friend, uh, you are among the people that are listening. If this is a, a malady that you're experiencing, uh, Maria, I'm going to have you just give, give a kind of a quick prayer here, and then we'll get on to other business here. But, you know, God does things uh, basically outside of Kaz's script. Let's just say that. So have at it, Maria. And my friend, God may just uh, be healing you right now. We're just yeah. entrusting that to happen. Go ahead, Maria. Well, Father, I just thank you that right now, anybody with eye problems, retina problems, uh, is being restored right now. Just release your healing presence through the lens, through the eyeball, the the uh, just the iris. Every part of the eye come back into proper balance in the name of Jesus and take authority over any uh, afflicting spirit and just command any affliction to go. We cancel it in the name of Jesus and you're restored 100%. Amen. My, my. Well, you know what I'm going to do right now, and I don't do this very often, but I'm just going to kind of open the phone line here. uh, And if this is you and you've experienced that uh, God has touched you in the retina area, um, for the next, let's say, 15 or 20 minutes, I'm going to leave the phone line open for you to call in and talk about it. And that'll that'll be within Maria and Rick Sines uh, one hour. But let me give you the the phone number once again. I'm going to give it to you a couple quick times and you make note of it because if this is you and and uh, God is healing your retina, we want to hear about it. 866-577-2473. Once again, 866-577-2473. One more time slowly, 866-577-2473. Let's just see um, uh, if God stirs a healing and this is something that you would like to report. Anyway, we're talking a little bit about um, in, inside a, a church environment, somebody may have a, a word of knowledge. Wouldn't you call that a word of knowledge? That's a word of knowledge. And yes. so, and, and it, I've seen Rick sometimes just stop in the middle of a sentence, you know, and what, probably one of his jokes. Maybe he wasn't thinking the joke was going to go over too well. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I've seen him just go, you know, I sense that somebody has, or it could be an emotional problem. You're having a problem with your family or your spouse or something like that. And uh, <clears throat> you may or may not call a, ha- a show of hands or whatever. And then you just deliver that. And then you, you, you kind of go on your way and, and let God do his thing. Talk a little bit about those kind of environments. Yeah, there's a lot of times I'm calling emotional problems or or somebody who's just depressed. Depression's one it's a bully and I don't like bullies. So I'll call that out often. And later on, somebody will come and they'll say that was us. And, oh my. and we'll see it break. We'll see it. We'll, there was one night, um, there was one night that I, um, there was one night that I, I was doing, uh, that and God goes, I want you to sing a song. Mm-hmm. So I started oh. singing a song, which was, um, it was an old, um, song from the rock and roll, but it was, I, I don't need a whole lot of money. I don't need a big fast car. I got a sweet love in Jesus. I changed the words to it. I had everybody rocking and swaying and they were singing the song. And at the end of the night, depression was lifting off oh people because we took a risk That's right. to do something outside the normal. That's right. And the other thing is you need to realize, my friend, our God is an unorthodox God. Yes. He's not going to necessarily do things that are according to your script or your comfort zone. He may ask you to do something that's a little bit out of the ordinary, like uh, go up and say this to this person. Right. Are you kidding me? Right. Just give it a shot. I mean, what could, the worst thing that can happen is they could beat you to a pulp. Just kidding. <laughs> Most often what happens is they go, oh, sure. And uh, no telling what that does. I mean, as you walk away, the, their life could be changed. It may be a healing issue. It may be a transformational issue, uh, bringing them closer to their creator. 
So, my friends, we're going to talk in the next segment. Rick and Maria Signs with the Red Seal Ministries are with me, and we're talking about the miracles of healing, uh, supernatural healing, and uh, other supernatural miracles. We're talking about those. We're going to continue talking about those for the entire two-hour span. And now we're going to bring it home. We're going to talk a little bit about what God's doing in San Diego County and how this not only applies to the churches and the pastors, but to people just like you. And it's going to be an encouragement because God has a real specific plan for San Diego County. And we're seeing this not only in in healings, but we're seeing this in worship and praise. We're seeing this in Holy Spirit interactions in many, many ways. And so Maria and Rick signs uh, of Red Seal Ministries and Cas. We're going to talk about this in the next segment when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Joel Lieberman from Tree of Life Messianic Jewish Congregation. Lord, we just do lift up the entire region of San Diego from Vista to Chula Vista. Lord, it says in the Psalms, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. We pray a spirit of unity over our city in the name of Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew. Amen. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And thank you so much for remaining with me. And Maria and Rick Sines, thank you so much for remaining with me. I appreciate that. You haven't walked out or anything. That's pretty good, Rick. We love you. I know. Well, Neither we, Kaz loves you too. You know, we Maria in the last segment had a sense that God was uh, speaking to somebody for a healing in, in regards to a retina. And so she prayed a prayer and I delivered a phone number. If that was you and you were touched by that, I'm going to give that number one more time. We've got about 30 minutes in Rick and Maria Sines's segment. So if that was you and God has moved on you, I'm going to give you this number one more time. 866-577-2473. Give us a call during this, you know, within the next 15 minutes or so. And, uh, Declare what God has done, and we'll just see. And and if this is for somebody that uh, will listen on the replay, that's fine, too. No problem about that. But we were talking a little bit, Rick and Maria, about what God's specifically doing in San Diego County. And, you know, you've sensed this from where you come in, because you really have a heart for unity in the body of Christ. But I see worship coming together in, in an amazing way. I see prayer coming together in an amazing way. I see pastors interacting with one another, perhaps like never before, but also the healing issue and things like that. It seems like God is bringing these things together in kind of in tandem to show off, show who he is and kind of uh, highlight his San Diego area. Have you noticed anything like this, Rick? Well, we notice it every day. I mean, we're involved in bringing unity into healing teams, into prophetic teams, and also discuss with people how we have to come under an authority to do this correctly. Authority brings power. If we understand what authority is, authority should look like love. When we when we make that work, then we go out and we go out as a unified team and we see people healed. When I say unified, I'm trying to get people to understand we have to know the target that we're going for. So not everything goes in every arena. If mm-hmm. you have a great deliverance gift, it doesn't mean that every place you go, you should start delivering people. It may just not be appropriate to do that because the person will not have the right 
will not be taken care of correctly. Exactly. So we're now gathering people who are starting to understand when you come under authority and we go as a team, God can move much more powerful rather than everybody doing their own thing. Yes, and under authority means that you you know that you're accountable for your actions. Yes. And one of the things that I'm seeing when I see you Maria you go out a lot of the people that are not not necessarily members of your of, of Red Seal Ministries they be maybe members of other churches around but there is an under, understanding uh in the body of Christ in many areas that this is a team effort and uh, some of the people that you go out with I know that they're tied to other churches Beast Chapel and other churches like that talk a little bit about how God is bringing the different denomin and and you know uh Miles McPherson's church as well. Well, I think it's we have a unique position that we have a Tuesday night meeting. Yeah. We're not threatening to the local church. We're actually coming in and coming alongside the local church. And so God has been very creatively giving us favor. <laughs> and so we, we are able to uh, bring people together and people are getting ignited and activated in our meetings. And they take it back to their churches and they actually are activated. So a lot of the churches in town are actively moving in healing yes. and getting the understanding, having healing rooms in their churches yes. where they're actually doing it in their own culture. And so we're about creating a culture of honor. And so if if you can understand, they need to understand, honor their pastor, honor the headship over their house. And when they do that, God says, if you will honor them, uh, when you go out in your ministry, I will bring people that will sit under your ministry. Yes. One thing I noticed, because I've been observing and anticipating unity in the body of Christ for decades, and what I what I see happening right now is there is a culture of honor. There are so many other churches around that cohabitate with one another. You know, there are outreaches that are for salvation-related outreaches that churches are jumping into, uh, and there was the 40 Days of Hope things going on. Uh, with with Chris Leap, Pastor Chris Leaper, and things like that. These things are going on continually in San Diego County, but its effectiveness has everything to do with the willingness of go, going side by side with somebody else. Because soon, as soon as you say, you know, we, we, we'll do this with this, these guys, but this church over here, nah, or these believers over here, nah, we don't. All of a sudden, that is backbiting, and all of a sudden, God can't function as freely as he wants to function. Yeah, I think the idea is that we're about the kingdom, not the church age. Oh, I like it. The kingdom age is here. And so that means it's laying down your own agendas for the agenda of the bigger picture of an apostolic move where we want to see God do that in San Diego. What does that look like? Oh, it's very difficult, but we're willing to say yes to it and start where we're at. So we carry healing. So Rick bridged the gap with two other pastors and they said, let's let's do a healing Jesus Heals event at the Balboa Park yeah. and where Jamie Semple McPherson had done it years yes. ago. We're going to spend an entire segment okay. talking about yeah, that, but that so. is exactly right. And Rick, I, I know that you're one that likes to reach out to, you're, you're good friends with a number of different pastors around town. He's a really easy guy to be come friends with. He's just an easygoing kind of guy. Got to love this guy. But that's one part of your heart, Christ, to bring different pastors together. And this is an environment where there's no threat. You know, it's, I don't have an agenda. Yeah. When I come to them, I come to them to love them. Just like I'm loving the people that we're ministering to. I don't have an agenda. I'm not trying to get them to do what I'm doing. I want them to do what they're built for. Yes. And when people feel you don't have an agenda, unity starts becoming easier because they can be who they are. We're not building Red Seal to be an empire. (laughs) We are wanting to activate. So we're going this way. We have a couple that's on fire, and they created a worship night. They wanted to host the presence of God in their house. 
200 people show up in a small, uh, fairly, and it's not a big, huge house, just to be in the presence of God to where it's, it's ignited in five other places in San Diego want to have that same kind of worship atmosphere in their home yes. and invite people. And that's going to be where people are going to get saved. I believe that's how the move of God's going to hit San Diego. It's going to be in burning taverns. It's going to be in people that are hungering and thirsting for the presence of God, and they want to worship and they want to pray together. Exactly. And, you know, I've observed, I, I, one of my callings is to visit a lot of different churches on Sunday, Sundays. And I, I, I've, I've looked at the people sitting in the congregations, and a lot of these people are just people that are just so hungry for God to do stuff and as they get opportunities to cohabitate with other believers from other churches, they love it. And not only that, but God shows up, and all of a sudden you have people meeting uh, in one house or another. It's kind of like the uh, Book of Acts, chapter yeah, it's two. Exactly church, what I it? told Rick. I said, "Here's this couple. They go to another house and they put their resources in, and they give all their money, and they set up food, lighting, the whole thing, the worship team, and they." And I thought that's better than di- dipping into the church. Uh, bank account, but rather they're just pouring their resources in to activate the next guy down in the other community or village. Yes. I believe that's exactly how the book of Acts was operating. I do too. And oftentimes uh, God gives an opportunity to do things on a larger scale than an individual household. And one of the things that you have guys have going on on September, is it 7th? That the uh, Oregon Pavilion in Balboa Park, there's a mega uh, healing venue that you guys are involved in. And so in the next segment, we're going to talk a lot about that because my listening friend, I want you to pay a close attention because this is one of, one of those environments where you can actually go and see what God does. And all of a sudden you might find out that you are playing a vital role right in the thick of that. And uh, God wants to activate you. If you've been sitting around going, well, God needs to be moving through me. And God's saying, I need to be moving through you. And you just, you have to connect yourself with God's desire, and all of a sudden you realize you were built for such a time as this. So, Maria and Rick, would you like to spend a little bit of time in the next segment talking about this uh, Jesus healing venue in the Oregon Pavilion at Balboa Park? Sure. Oh, okay, we're going to stand by now that I've set, set things up. Uh, we're going to do that when Rick and Maria Sines and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And we're back. Rick and Maria Signs, Red Seal Ministries in San Diego have a real a real heart for healing and miracles, and God just he- hears their heart cry and just puts them in <laughs> environments where they can uh, move f- forward in these things. And one of the things that's going on, Rick, that you guys have planned with a number of other churches and parishioners is happening on the uh, 7th of September. Uh, tell a little bit about that, and then this is not something that this is the first year. This is something that's been going on. What's it called? And tell us a little bit about it, Rick Signs. It's called Jesus Heals San Diego. Uh, it's on September 7th from 2 in the afternoon to 10 at night. At? At uh, Spreckles Organ Pavilion. Yeah, you, my friends, you got to know where that is. If you've ever been to Balboa Park, that's the... Uh, the centerpiece of, of Balboa Park, where there's that big, the big alcove, you know, when it's, it's seat, 
several hundred people, probably several thousand, several several thousand. A, my goodness, seating for two thousand. My my, I want to create a traffic problem. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that, and and it, people use it for a lot of different things. This time, it's going to be used on the seventh of September for a healing rally to entrust in, in God to heal people. And some of these people are coming on purpose; others just passing by. Mm-hmm. So, what happened last year? Last year, we had several healings. We had good healings from cancer. We had people give their lives to the Lord. We had some just amazing things. And that was just in a four-hour yeah. segment. And so was, this is, how long is this, this segment? This is eight hours. Uh, Maria? Yeah. yeah. Eight the, hours. There's going to be uh, he, teams out there healing a team and a prophetic words that people can get prophetic ministry and art, prophetic art. So people will be out there painting. So it's it just kind of... Wrapping around all of the giftings, you know, the, 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 the gifts of the spirit, you know, everybody operating in what their calling is and coming together an expression Ooh, I like it. of San Diego and what that looks even like a fivefold ministry. Ooh, I like it. Now, now, if there are pastors and churches and parishioners that want to know more, how can they find out more about this? Because, I, you know, one of the things that brings unity in San Diego is a willingness to team up with others. So we've got, there's a little bit of time here. Can you give a website or something? Yeah, Maria? they can contact us at the JesusHealsSanDiego.com website. JesusHealsSanDiego.com. And my friend, it would be worth visiting that and find out uh, if God's stirring you to some some kind of involvement. I mean, the, you said, Maria, there's going to be more than just the healing issue. I mean, there may be painting, painters and yeah, uh, different gonna, artisans involved. Yeah, it's going to be like a festive atmosphere. And, you know, if you need anything, if you need a healing, you need a miracle, this is the best place to come out. And we're doing it for an extended length of time. Like last year, it was just in the evening. But this is an extended time so people can get out there. Yes. And in the evening, they're going to release a, a message for salvation. And we're going to release healing from the front platform. And it's going to be worship all day long. Oh, I like it. And I guess you could say in San Diego in September is fairly nice weather. It's fairly nice. <laughs> of course. You know, it's maybe drastically changed. It may not be 72 degrees. It may be 73 degrees. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we can anticipate uh, God's intervention Regardless, so anything else you want to talk about from the healing standpoint? Because I, I want to spend the last portion of your segment talking about the the, the power of the spoken word and really kind of set the stage for uh, uh, just Ethan a testimony Ellis. from last year. Somebody came with stage four um, cancer, and we found out a year later that she was completely healed. Oh my! And I'm pretty sure it was uh, leukemia. And the woman came to me. And so, you know, a lot of times we don't get to hear the good report right away. Yes. So, you know, we know God was on the move and he's healing incurable disease. He's healing the things that seem so impossible to people. And it's not impossible for God. Exactly. Well, you know, we, we spoke a little bit uh, about the end of this segment. You want to have some insights on quantum physics. I, I, the whole next hour, my friends, we're going to talk about the quantum f- physics. And is that a... a a sticky point, or is this a, an inspirational point for you to believe further in what God does? We believe that God uses supernatural things, and one of the supernatural things he may use is a science called quantum physics, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that in the next hour. But uh, I mentioned that, and you, Maria, you said, oh, I have some uh, something to say about that. Well, I feel like quantum physics is just validating, science is just validating what we see in the natural, a miracle. So God is the creator. He created quantum physics, right? He created 
everything that is good and made it good. So, you know, we're made in God's image. Genesis says that let God make man, let us make man in our image or let us make man in our image. So we are made in the image of God. God said, let there be light. And there was light. He spoke it into existence, right? Mm-hmm. And so he said that we're, we're to demonstrate the kingdom like Jesus did. Jesus gave us a mandate to go ahead and advance the kingdom. And Jesus demonstrated the kingdom with power, signs, and wonders. Yes. Right? So we have the, this ability to speak and declare and decree, whether it's in our, in our prayers over a region or if it's over an individual. But there is something uh, supernatural it's released. And so when you say that, that can- I command that cancer to dissolve, just as Jesus demonstrated, then you, that the, the world the, or the, the atmosphere must respond scientifically to those words. <laughs> right. So so uh, what I, if you know anything about Dr. Caroline Leaf, she's very much goes into this, this whole, whole ministry. And I've learned a lot from her. There's the neurological pathways are changed. By what you think. So as a man thinks, so is he. Ooh. So as we think, we speak what we think. So if we change our mindsets, if we change what we believe, our belief system, we actually start to walk and operate in the power that God fully ordained for his creation to be. We're, we're back, supposed to return back to the same state of the first Adam, like right? It. Jesus, the second Adam, he restored us back to the, to the garden, to yeah. the, to the right. And so it's so amazing when you start to get a hold of this revelation. And God had showed me this before I was diagnosed with cancer through a dream that I had a bad attitude in my words. I was walking down the street with my dog and I looked to my left and there was a license plate that said, talk right. <laughs> and I went, what, do I have a problem talking, Lord? I mean, and he began to show me. And he goes, Maria, case in point. <laughs> Your words will bring a curse or a blessing to you, hmm. right? So all of that's written in the Bible. So quantum physics only substantiates what the Bible's saying spiritually. So if your spiritual condition's off, physically your condition will be off as well because we're body, soul, and spirit. That's good. So So that's that's very excellent. And you know, my friends, there's a lot, you know, the false sciences talk about, you know, the positive things and things like that as well. And they've kind of stolen the, the truths and try to misapply them for their uh, own personal purposes. But the truth of the matter is God's word is true. The spoken word carries weight. And we, you know, we, we go, we believe that, but you know, science actually supports that. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that in the next hour, talking about quantum physics and how that is one of the many tools that God uses to do miracles and healings and things like that. So we have a couple minutes left. Rick, any thoughts you want to leave our listeners with uh, in your one hour segment? And then of course, yes, we may even let Maria as well. <laughs> well, you know, just back to the Jesus Heals thing, Cass touched on it that many people use the Oregon Pavilion for many things. There's protests and all the different things. Why don't we all just come out there and show them the love of God? Why don't we come out there in a group of people so that they can see us outside the four walls of the church, praising our Lord and loving our city well? Last year, Craig Berry and I said, all we want to do is hear his name echoing through the airwaves all the way through Balboa Park in the center of our city. And that's what this is about. So you'd just love to have you come and join us. This isn't about us. This is about the whole San Diego church. And this is Jesus heals San Diego.com. Parting thoughts, Maria signs. 
No, look, just come out and be part of what God is doing in San Diego. Don't miss it. Okay. God's moving in San Diego. Don't miss it. Maria, I'm going to put you on the spot. I want you to declare over San Diego God's health upon this city and in, in, in the, in the entire county. Maria Signs, lay it on us. Father, I thank you so much for San Diego, your jewel. And I declare and decree that this is a region that is known as a healing center that this region is known as a place that where people love well, that people that every time they come in from regions all over the world, that they will be, they will recognize the spirit of God is here and they will notice something different. And even I declare that when people even land into Lindbergh field, that they'll, they'll be healed in the airplane. They'll be healed in their cars that we'll see the demonstration of your goodness in the most magnificent ways. And then the awe of God will be recognized over San Diego. I declare that San Diego is known as a unit, a unified city of, of pastors and churches, no matter what denomination that we come together in unity. I declare and decree that this region will be able to take the fire of God out to the other parts of the world and see the world ignited. This is a a hub for right. for your glory, and that Lord, that you would settle your glory would settle on this region. And um, we say, do it now in Jesus. We say, name. do it now, and don't forget about uh, uh, the Jesus Heals San Diego dot com. What time is that? You say that it was broadened from the last year. How, two how? o'clock. Two two to ten. Two o'clock. Two o'clock in the afternoon, afternoon till ten, 10 p.m. And uh, what a great place to be, the San Diego. Uh, Organ Pavilion, how remarkable. My listening friend, I hope this has stirred you up, but this is only the first hour. We've got two hours dealing with this topic of miracles and healing, and uh, God created science. God created science. This is one of his tools. In my next hour, co-host Haytham Allos will give some insights on uh, quantum physics as we consider that this little understood science is actually a tool for faith if we know how to use it properly. We're going to talk more about that in the next hour when I come back with my new and wonderful friend, guest, Haytham Alos, and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, KPraise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Come together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210, KPraise. I'll tell the world, world, world. And we're back, and what a remarkable topic. We're talking about God's healing power and his miracle power. And uh, the first hour we had Rick and Maria signs of uh, uh, Red Seal Ministries, and they've had a lot of hands-on experience going out among the peeps in San Diego County and other countries as well and uh, other areas of San Diego and seeing God work. And a big part of it is just kind of a, a willingness to do it and entrusting God to do his thing. In this segment, I've been looking forward to this segment with my friend Haytham Allos for a long Haytham, how are you doing? Hey, good. Hey, it's not every day you get to experience a miracle. I know. Right, right there in real time. So and my fr- I, just, I just did, and it's a wonderful thing. So, my listening friend, if you listen to the first hour, you know this happened. Haytham was just visiting in the studio to be ready for his hour segment now, and he ha- has a brace on his knee because he injured his patella, his, his uh, right knee, 
It, he's an athlete. He's a jock, one of those jocks, my friends. Anyway, uh, so he was injured and had an operation, and he was having trouble. You know, they say you know the healing process requires eventually for you to be able to straighten that leg out. And he said I was not able to do that this morning, and he asked for some prayer and explain what happened. I, it was it was, a, it was an incredible thing. Um, I asked um, uh, Maria and Rick uh, for a blessing on my leg, and uh, one of the characteristics of, of my injury is that you can't straighten it and lift. Uh, even with a brace on, yeah. it's one of the main characteristics. And so, it was she prayed, and I felt uh, an energy there. I felt activity in the blood vessels, and uh, <laughs> ten seconds later, I, I was able to strain the leg, yep. and I was able to lift, and I was able to constrict my mu- my muscles. So. You can't explain it any other way, guys. Well, yeah, just God's God, work, God's work, God's energy. God's intervention. Has, uh, That's remarkable. It was incredible. And, and this is a topic that is really tied to that. And yeah. we talk a little bit about quantum physics. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I've known Haytham for many handfuls of years, and we've been sports enthusiasts together in, in a number of different sports. But one of the things that I have known about him, he's a... Uh, he's a, a a college instructor, among many things. I know that he's a big brain when it comes to computer programming. He's helped me strategize a number of things as well. But he has that mentality. He just loves science and, oh, what does this do? What about this? And quantum physics has always been of an interest to you. And so we had talked about uh, maybe dealing with the miracles and, and and healings and things like that that may be tied to quantum Physics, so you said, let's do a radio show, and here we are. What would you like to declare before we jump on into this, Haytham? You know, I, I, I want to declare that, um, that the wisdom and knowledge of science comes upon the people to know that science has, in not so many ways, um, in not so many words, has really declared the existence of God and has really declared that the phenomena of the paranormal, the miracles, um, happen every single second, yes. billions of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just starting to come out, uh, I think, in the scientific community, in the mainstream community. But it, I declare that people should have this knowledge. Yes. And, and one of the remarkable things about you, and I've, I've known this in, with growing knowledge uh, about you, is you have some Middle East roots. And uh, you... you uh, there was some. There's heavy, heavy persecution in some of the areas. In fact, the area where you lived, from which you came to the United States, there were some issues there. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about those because you have a, a lot of uh, experience about God and godliness and things like that, or or the people that are targeting people who have that faith. And tell a little bit about that, and then we'll jump on into the quantum physics side. Absolutely. Um, I, I come from northern northern of Iraq, um, and in there, there's about uh, six or seven villages that uh, border Turkey in the north of Iraq that are the last remnants of the Babylonian Empire. And we have the great tradition of being the Church of the East, is what is known. Yes. And we are an, ap- an apostolic church. So St. Uh, Th- Thomas the Apostle yes. right, came to Babylon, right, and he started our church, and we have the honor of Peter. Yes. In fact, in Peter 1, uh, chapter 5, verse 12, he comes to Babylon and proclaims his blessing upon the church of Babylon. And oh this, is, this is the church I come from. We speak the original language of Aramaic. And uh, the region is, um, is, is, is uh, Catholic and is also Christian, um, of course. And um, it is in a region that is uh, 
it is it is in some ways there's a lot of persecution, but our people are um, are managing. Mm-hmm. I, I, my listening friend, I want you to give. I want you to listen to the entire interview for the entire hour because I'm going to ask Hatham at the close of the hour. He 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 has the, the prayer, the Our Father prayer that he can quote in Aramaic, and we're going to ask him at the close of this hour to actually pray that to close the broadcast. Would you mind? Doing that, uh, I, I, it, would, it would be an honor. Uh, it would be the the actual our Father, exactly in the same way that Jesus said it. And when He says, "This is how you should pray," and I will be saying that. Oh my my! And so that's a good way to to end this uh, second hour segment with uh-huh. Hatham Ellis. And the, the the term Chaldean is that how we would identify you or that that area? That, that, that is true. Um, we have, uh, in the Bible, it says the Ur of Chaldea. Mm-hmm. And that is mentioned very well. Um, there are, um, uh, the people are, are combined into uh, a segment, uh, the Assyrians and the Chaldeans are combined into a, one region with uh, identical languages. And uh-huh. they're, uh, they're known in that region for having this background in, in, in Babylon and also in uh, in our Church of the East as well. So um, commonly called uh, Chaldeans, but also another name would be Assyrian Christians as well. So all the same people. Mm-hmm. Yes, and but but the the additional factor in all this is you have such a heart for science. You know, you're an, an instructor, but you're also a computer programmer. But you love quantum physics. I mean, that's an interesting combination in a person, Hatham. Well, it, it, I tell you, let me tell you how it started. Um, I am an adjunct professor at uh, UCSD. I've been teaching there for 20 years in computer science. Yes. And um, I do have an interest in the area of quantum computing. Yes. As I was looking at quantum computing, which is the next generation of technology, I started to realize, uh, well, I wanted to know what was behind it. So I started studying quantum physics and really fascinated me. And I've come to some, uh, some, um, Revelation. some conclusions, yes. revelations. Really, this is, a, this is something that is actually validating a lot of um, what we know in the, in the paranormal and also in the, in the miracle space and, and really God's very own existence yes. based on scientific fact, which many people may not be aware of. We're going to spend the rest of the, this hour talking about that. In yeah. fact, you said, Kaz, here's what I think the main theme should be. Listen yeah. to this, my friend. Here, here's the, here's the uh, theme that, that Hatham came up with, and we're going to deal with in the remainder of this hour. Here's his question. Does quantum physics make it easier to believe in God? Uh, I, I know that was a captivating question. I said, Hatham, uh, let's deliver on that. I want you to do a little bit of preparation on this. And so the remainder of this hour, Hatham and I are going to walk through some of the facts about uh, quantum physics, let's just say Kaz isn't going to be saying much. <laughs> but I'm going to, I, I, there's some revelation uh, that, that Hatham w- was given, and I've had a chance to kind of delve a little bit, kind of looking at some of the uh, 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 things that, you, that, that, that the, your brain can't get handle, especially when it talks about the way you think or spoken words and things like that. Quantum physics, when you deal with that from uh, that perspective of speaking out things or believing something, it actually impacts quantum physics. It blows my mind, Hatham. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible because I think when we talk about this, we're going to leave the conclusions to the listeners out yes. there. But it's important that we lay out exactly what are the scientific basis and yeah. really what are the what are the um, um, kind of like the case or the stretch that we're making 
and we can identify both. Yes. And we want to make sure the listeners are, uh, we all know that they're well educated. So we want to make sure that we kind of make sure that we, that we relay that as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. My, my friends, the Lord has so many different tools we don't, aren't, aren't even familiar with. And quantum physics, you're going to find out, is one of those tools to impact us in big ways. So, Haytham Allos, gear up because we're going to have so much fun. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. And I'm going to ply you with questions. I... <laughs> <laughs> so, my listening friend, so we're going to spend some time answering this question. Does quantum physics make it easier to believe in God? Haytham Allos and Kaz will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. What a remarkable show. Uh, I've been looking forward to this broadcast uh, dealing with miracles and supernatural things and quantum physics of all things. My, my, one of the tools in God's uh, tool bag, I, I would suspect. You know, one of the scriptures uh, that I love is, talks about the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And clearly he made everything that was made. And this includes true science. And true science has to include you know, quantum physics as well. And it's an area where I absolutely know nothing other than delving in every once in a while and seeing some remarkable things that make me scratch my head and go, how could that possibly be? We've got Haytham Allos with us, and he is a lover of quantum physics. He's a, a, a computer genius, a, a programmer extraordinaire, and other things as well. But I had an opportunity to, to corner him, and we agreed to bring him on the radio and talk a little bit about quantum physics. Haytham, as I heard you talk about this, this is quantum physics is not something that's separate from the faith. There are a lot of people that have been involved in quantum phys- physics that have a, a level of, of faith. Would you like to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, we can go uh, in terms of the traditions, the yes. traditions of scientists that have contributed to physics yes. and our uh, our understanding of the cosmology. I mean, it goes go back. It goes back to Kepler, right? If you want to go all the way back there, I mean, Kepler and his wisdom to relay knowledge about our solar system. Uh, he wanted to find out the richness of God. He was already a devout Christian, so he wanted to find out find out more about what has God created. Uh, and then you go down, of course, to Galileo, right? Who himself was a devout uh, Christian, and uh, he had to. Uh, and he was, of course, uh, we all know the history that. He said, well, look, the Earth is not the center of the universe, right? But we actually revolve around the sun. But he was, had to recant, recant his, uh, his findings, and he was in house arrest. But again, he was a devout uh, a believer, a believer. believer. And then you go down to even uh, Newtonian physics, uh, Isaac Newton, right? Again, a devout uh, person who always claimed that I can tell you how gravity affects planets, but I can't tell you who actually made gravity. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, now those are all the different uh, uh, legacies of uh, of physics. But now we come to the world of Einstein, and we come to the world of uh, Niel Bohr. Einstein uh, started a revolution in his theory of relativity. Um, Einstein is an interesting case. Um, he actually uh, is called what is uh, um, what he's uh, uh, he's well known for is that he is not an atheist. He never declared himself as an atheist. Uh, but he is a paleo atheist, meaning that he is um, he believed in a God that had thought and also 
existence. And so he was an interesting case, but he would never declare himself an atheist, but he was in, in somewhere in those borderlines. Um, and we had many uh, uh, people that have contributed to the understanding of our model, standard model, uh, uh, Horn, uh, who dem- who invented quarks in quantum physics. So the quantum physics era starts with Niels Bohr during the 19... 19- uh, during the 1940s and 50s, uh, but a very rich tradition, of course. Mm-hmm. And you're de- dealing with what they would call uh, sub-nuclear particles, and you call those quarks? Right. So let me just, uh, I think what I want to do is I want to put this in perspective yes. for our listeners to yes. make sure that we are on scientific basis, and so that we can branch out from there and branch out our understanding. Um, first of all, let's talk about the scales. Okay, uh, we all know what a meter is, for example. Well, we know what a centimeter is. Well, it's, it's a tenth of a of a meter. We know what a millimeter is. It's a it's a, it's a thousands of a meter. So that's ten to the negative three. Um, now, what we want to do is that we want to go to the ten to the negative six, which is what is called the micro. All right, this is the level where quantum has not yet taken effect. Okay, it's, it is still in what we call the world of classical world. Uh, for example, chips, uh, microprocessors and chips, we can bank a, a billion transistors in a one inch by one inch at the micro. These are micro transistors at so their micro scale, 10 negative six. Now, as we go on to the, to the, ten, to the 10 to the negative nine, to the nanometer, right, and beyond, is where we start to feel this quantum world, right? And once we go beyond that, this is where we start to see the images of an atom, Right where we have a nucleus and the the famous electrons floating around it, mm-hmm. anything beyond ten to negative nine, ten to negative twelve scale, then the world of quantum comes into play. And they don't necessarily act like you would presuppose them to act. Absolutely not. In fact, um, I want to uh, kind of link what uh, Maria uh, signs. Uh, yes, Maria and uh, Rick, Rick. Were, had had to say. So in the classical world, we're very used to the idea of cause and effect. Uh, meaning that I can measure when I put a, when I apply a force to a ball, I can precisely measure its momentum and its position in the in the classical world. And if I had a ball go through up to a ramp, and if it's going to make it up the ramp, I know that I would need that um, I would need to get that over the ramp. I need to apply enough force. In the world of quantum, that is not the case. And that the case is is that we can never know the full story of a system. I cannot know the position or the momentum all at one time. I can only know half. That seems to be a fundamental law, that if I was looking at an electron, that I cannot, if I know its position, I cannot know its momentum. If I know its momentum, I cannot know its position. So there's a famous equation called the Schrodinger's equation that actually tells us that. So fundamentally, I cannot know the whole thing. So that means the cause and effect in the quantum world is if I apply a force to a particle, that, if, that instead of me, that it can actually go, as it's going through the ramp, if it doesn't have enough force, it can actually go through the ramp. My, my. Okay? That happens and is a fundamental fact of quantum physics. So again, it can go through the ramp, not even above the ramp. Mm-hmm. This leaves so so many possibilities. You you got a, the God who creates all these things, and you know we live in a world that we think we can comprehend gravity and all these different facets. And as soon as you get down to the a more minuscule level, they don't obey our preconceived notions, which means that God has kind of can kind of do things that impact things in a different way than we could even anticipate. And you know, I'm just speaking words here. 
Oh, absolutely, Kaz. It, it's quite amazing uh, because if you if you think about if you think about the paranormals, the miracles. If you, the Bible has, I understand, it's about four hundred miracles. People have read the Bible and said there's about four hundred miracles in the Bible, right? Jesus, when he resurrected, right, the tomb, nobody touched the tomb. Mm-hmm. There was only a shroud left. Well, how can that happen, right? Uh-huh. How can that happen? And we're not saying now quantum physics explains that. What we're saying here is that this phenomena of someone going, just like what I said about the ramp, goes through the ramp, right? Oh right? This happens every second a billion times and is scientifically proven, Right, I know that we're making a stretch from that to that. No, I understand. But, but I want to make sure that we're on scientific basis. Yes, and that we look at Jesus walking on water. We look at um, all these uh, the, walking the through doors. doors and things. Oh, come right? on, these are all uh, things that happen at the quantum level. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So since he is the creator of the universe, he can kind of command molecules to do whatever he wants them to do. Well, it's, it's <laughs> in a it, manner of speaking. It is. I'm, so, I'm speaking r- religiously, and you're speaking scientifically. No, it is. It is. A bit, so one thing I want to I want to really kind of uh, tell the listeners out there is that is that science has actually proven the existence of God, existence of God, and and let me say they have a different term for it as a global observer, and I want to kind of lay that out if we have time before going to the next commercial break. But I want to make sure that I premise that. But we can talk to talk about that. Um, so uh, there's a famous experiment that establishes that our conscious, our mind, actually has an effect on reality. Say that again. Our mind has our, a f- I said, effect I said on reality. On reality. And we, we talked about this in the earlier hour about uh, the power of words and the power of positive thoughts and things like that. I'm, so you're saying there is scientific evidence that supports that kind of thing? Absolutely. There's an experiment. There's an experiment called the double slit experiment that exactly validates that. And the double double slit experiment is actually very simple. Double slit. Double slit experiment. Uh-huh. And let me just kind of describe how this is laid out. Um, you have a, uh, a gun. It's like a particle gun. Shoots electrons. And there's a slit that it goes through, those electrons. And there's a screen. So when we activate this gun and the electrons are passing through this kind of a narrow slit, it's less called like an inch by four inches slit. Now, when we are activating this, uh, this particle gun and it goes through the slit, we expect to see in classical world the pattern on the screen, uh, which is the slit. Now, here is the crazy thing, and here's the fascinating thing about it. As soon as we do not observe the experiment, as soon as we do not observe the experiment and turn that gun on, it's no longer a particle. It actually turns into this wave. Right. Now, they know that when we're not observing it because it's, you're, it's being observed by camera or something along So let's say there's, a, there's no measurement device. Our observation is acting as a measurement. But when I look away and there's no other, other, no other measurement device out there, okay. and I look away, then actually what happens, what's coming out of that gun is no longer a particle, meaning that a solid particle. It is actually a wave. It's like, it's like shooting a rock into a lake. Right, it becomes a wave. I look at it again. That very wave collapses into a, into a particle. Just by your viewing of it. Just by us viewing it. Scientifically, the double slit experiment establishes that by me observing uh, 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 observing this uh, this simple experiment, that I am actually causing a collapse of what would be considered a 
uh, a wave, mm-hmm. right? And when I look away, it, it, uh, it becomes a wave again. It is called the wave-particle duality. It is well established. This experiment has been done millions of times since the 1930s. And so science has established that our conscious actually has, a, has an, effect an effect on this idea. So what does that mean, Kaz? What that means is that we as human beings that there's an interpretation called the Copenhagen interpretation that says that when I view you, Kaz, that if I look away, you don't actually exist. Oh, my. Okay? But when I look at you, you are actually a, you collapse into Kaz. But otherwise, <laughs> you're into this beautiful, by the way, it's a beautiful wave. You are, okay? <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, mine is wearing Hawaiian shirts and all that <laughs> stuff. So, but, but the question is, why do you exist? Right? It is because, right? It is because other people know of you yes. and you exist. Yes. Now, here's the thing. How do they exist? Because other people know of them, right? So, so let's take that all the way down. We're going to do that after this commercial break. Yes. So, I mean, you've already set the bait, uh-huh. my friends. So, my friends, <laughs> hey, this absolutely blows my mind. You know, the Bible talks about God speaks things uh, into existence and uh, his ways are higher than ours. We're just getting a taste of this. And this is real science. We're going to talk a little bit more about this and uh, some uh, biblical extrapolations from this when Haytham Allos and Kaz, we think we're going to be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hello, San Diego. This is Rick Sines from uh, Red Seal Ministries. I just bless you and ask you just to receive the love of the Lord at this time, uh, this open season we have in San Diego. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Okay. I guess my mind has been officially blown here. We're dealing with quantum physics and uh, how God uh, orchestrates his nature and the nature as we know it or maybe don't know it. Hatham Alice, you were kind of blowing my mind in the last segment talking about the uh, the a- actions or activities on a quantum level about viewing particles and things like that and how when you look at them, they function one way. When you look away, they function another. When you look at them, they resume. How th- It blows my mind. And then you extrapolated from that how people may see other people talk, continue that conversation oh, absolutely. it's blowing my mind yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 quite amazing uh, first of all you know talking about the uh, the nature of quantum physics you know it is well established that it is a field of chance meaning that we cannot know everything uh, in a in a particular system we can only know half the things it is not like what i described where you have a force to a ball right where you get to know the position and yep. all that so and then this by the way this is why i'm wearing this shirt today is a poker shirt for those of you that <laughs> can see me in, uh, in, on facebook is because you know poker is a, it's a game of chance. chance oh i knew it <laughs> <laughs> but, but let me just say, my friends, the shirt is loud enough where you probably should hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's go back to the premise because I think it's very important. The idea that scientifically uh, uh, we have proven that our observation have an effect in this idea of a collapse between a wave and a particle. So keep in mind that what we said before the segment is that uh, we said the double slit experiment establishes that when we look at a, the experiment, it is acting as a particle. 
particle. You need that salt yes. particle is going through, and we're seeing a particle. Once we look away, and there's no other acting measuring device, then uh, it, that 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 particle becomes a wave, and you get to see kind of a, a wave, much uh, much like uh, what you would see if you if you put a rock on a lake. Yeah. That kind of a wave is yes. a three dimensional wave. So, so why why is this so important? It is because in the 1950s they wanted to deal with this idea of quantum physics and Einstein physics. Uh, they wanted to come together, and they got together in Copenhagen. And then what came out of that is what is we know today as the Copenhagen interpretation mm-hmm. that says that there is a collapse. Reality is actually a collapse as a result of our observation. So when I look at you, Kaz, um, you exist because I am observing you. If I look away, right, you are actually a wave. You are a wave energy. Um, the reason you exist is because other measurement, other people are observing you and know about you. You exist, all right? So we established before the break, well, how do those people exist? What is, the, what is their reality? Because, other, well, there's others that know them and that are praying for them. Mm-hmm. Right, that's knowledge too, prayer. Right, yes, and and so they exist because of that. Now let us extrapolate that to the to uh, to a conclusion, and that is, well, how does everybody exist? The reason everybody exists is because, and this is actually accepted in the scientific community, that the world is this wave, and the reason that the reality exists is because there is a global observer that literally makes reality what we know today. Otherwise, reality would be a density of wave energy. But this global observer is the one that's collapsing all this into reality. And in science, they call it the global observer, right? That's the thing. But what, what do we call it? Kat? Well, it actually would indicate the presence of the supreme being, the creator of the universe, literally. And uh, w- this is just remarkable. Mm-hmm. It, it just what it does. It reinforces the fact that God is God, and we're not. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So it's, it's a wonderful time in 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 in, in, in humanity. Uh, and understanding nature. The reason is because previous generations never had the idea. There was always a disconnect between miracles, God, and what actually happened in nature, okay? Because our minds are so used to the cause and effect, mm-hmm. right? But in, today, we are blessed with, uh, with seeing this world. As uh, Maria and Rick said, actually, the quantum world, it is the gap. It is the bridge it's the spirit world. Yes. Right? And it is, in a way, we are, science has come to accept, in my opinion, uh, more and more. There's still mainstream scientists, they're called materialist scientists, that don't acknowledge this. They say, wait a minute, there is a cause and effect, and that's what we're going to do for. In fact, Einstein himself, Einstein himself refused to accept quantum physics. Right? The reason he says there has to be a cause and effect. And... Um, and he famously uh, uh, said that God would not play dice with nature. And it was a conversation between him and Neil Bohr, the mm-hmm. founder of quantum. And Neil Bohr, this is what he said as a reply. He said, uh, Albert, don't tell God what to do with his <laughs> dice. <laughs> <laughs> 
my listening friend. This opens up so many different possibilities. The whole idea about what we think we see and what we think we know uh, in in this world uh, is just our, our interpretation of something. And God has a different perspective, and He can spin things a little different way. Uh, th- there's a scripture that says um, a man rolls the dice, but the disposition thereof, or the the conclusion thereof, is of the Lord. I, I that's a scripture that I I remember. Uh, and really, that's kind of kind of true. Mankind kind of takes a step out there, and God helps provide the reality behind their actions. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you look again, you look at the Bible, right? And you have a, a, an estimate of about four hundred miracles. Well, those four hundred miracles can actually be typed, can be categorized into several types. There could yes. be creation, right? Uh, there could be a uh, more of a uh, time lapse, for example. Jesus appears here, but he appears there. There's other different categories, right? Well, those are difficult to accept. The reason is because there's a cause, right? Yeah, there's an we, effect. I'm yeah, sorry, we, there's an effect, effect, but there's no, but there's no cause, right? Well, you know, we go back to this. I know that this is a uh, uh, an emanation. Right of something we as human beings um, may not perceive or understand, uh, but the quantum world uh, does the laws of quantum world do say that these things can happen and they can emanate. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we are seeing experiments in the last five to ten years that tell us that we are seeing experiments where, for example, at the quantum level there's actually uh, a uh, particles that go back in time. Oh, my. Okay? Um, the double slit experiment validates that this idea of going back in time happens because when I watch that particle before it goes through the double slit, it is a wave. But if I turn my back, if I turn, if I turn my observ- observation away as it, go- as, as it is going through the, through the, slit, the slit, it becomes a wave but that wave actually is exactly as if it started before, if it started from beginning. So the actual particle so the crest went of back the wave, in time. Yeah, the crest of the wave is as though it were started from beginning. From the beginning, beginning right? Oh, my, my, my. Right. So this is well established. Mm-hmm. Well, so I think probably the key phrase that you use is something that we as believers can hold on to. You talked about uh, a global observer. Mm-hmm. And and when you have a global observer impacting this thing, uh, the global observer is actually the one who can orchestrate what reality is and what reality is not. And and we as believers, we know that we have a global observer. His name is God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and so he can actually orchestrate things how he desires and make it reality for us. So a lot of things we talk about, you know, when you when you proclaim something uh, and and God when he sp- spoke the word, he created uh he created the universe, he spoke the word and created the earth and the animals and things like that. There's science tied to that. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, if you look at um if you look at uh, science today, right? Uh how could a universe have come into existence just like that? Well, science actually tells us that. The Big Bang Theory, right, <laughs> says exactly that, that the Big Bang Theory was a quantum fluctuation, meaning that it just existed out of nothing, right? It is well established in the scientific community that that is the case, right? And in fact, not only did it was it a quantum fluctuation, means that it came from nothing, 
that it means that other quantum fluctuations have happened and there are other universes out there. Yes, mm-hmm. and they're all tied perhaps to the global observer. Absolutely. My, my, Absolutely. my listening friend, we're going to spend the last segment digging. Is it possible to dig more deeply in this? Or are we not digging more deeply in this? I get so confused. We're going to go to the negative 10, negative 20 now. <laughs> my listening friend, I hope this is encouraging to you because God is real and he uses rules uh, that we're not fully aware of. And uh, many miracles that we see could be uh, better understood by just allowing God to do what he does as our global observer. <laughs> Hatham Allos and I will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hey, my friends. We're talking about uh, quantum physics and the role it plays in our faith, in miracles, healings, and things like that. It's just mind-boggling. You know, we're created by the Creator, God Himself, and He plays by a little bit different rules than we think. You know, the faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, but faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So faith carries with it uh, a, a substance of hope. There are different elements in this that w- is hard for us if we're a cause and effect kind of a person to put uh, logic to. And uh, Hatham Allos, uh, a, a computer scientist and, a, and a, 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 a college instructor and a quantum physics lover, uh, has kind of opened our eyes a little bit. And a on, great tennis player. Right? And, well, and a great tennis player, a great athlete, and yeah. just a wonderful <laughs> guy. Uh, he's kind of opened our eyes here on, you know, we our perception of God maybe is only as much uh, as effective as our cause and effect mentality, and God goes much deeper, much broader than that. So how, we've got uh, one last segment here, Hatham. How, how do you want to conclude so this? So what I want to do is I just want to, I know we've talked about a lot of things. Here. Yes. I just want to put this in perspective to make sure that... Um, we are drawing a clear path between what science is and this idea of a global per, uh, observer. And once that we, I think we've established that, uh, well, how does that really work in our spiritual lives? Yes. Right? What does that really mean? Okay. And, and, and so we, we've discussed the idea that our world without any observation of any kind is really a, just a wave. It is an energy density wave. And we've come to conclude from that basis that the global observer is the one that collapses this wave world into what we know as reality, right? We call this in our religion, of course, Christian religion, God. Now, so that being established, when we pray, right, when we connect with our, any kind of God that, that is within our religion, you know, what are we really doing here, right? Uh, in my opinion, is that I think we are establishing a channel to this global observer, this global observer that has control of every single fluctuation that happens at the very minute level, even beyond quantum, right? We're Mm -hmm. talking about the scales. Um, And hence, when we open this channel and we begin to dialogue uh, through that channel, that we have the feedback now established, Mm -hmm. right? Where we have a global observer, we have communicated with this channel, now this channel may do anything they want with that, uh, with that, uh, um, you know, with with that dialogue or whatever we're trying to communicate. But there's no doubt 
that we are communicating. Yes. And we are, uh, through this prayer, uh, our prayer and the, whatever way we connect, uh, that the observer or whatever it is, it is listening, right? What it chooses to do with that to our particular situation um, is really is what we I think what we see as miracles. Yes, and, and the power of prayer. My listening friend here is very delicate here in this situation because yeah. people could misapply what Haytham is saying and yeah. go. We could he could go. You know, you, your interpretation could go anywhere, <clears throat> and some of it would not be godly. Absolutely. And so, so we want to make sure you understand that this science is a, a science that God created. Yeah. We believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. This was actually created by him as a tool uh, to uh, help us comprehend as best we can about faith and things like that. I mean, science, this uh, true science was created by God and has a purpose behind it. No, absolutely. I mean, we started the, as a show with the idea, does, does the existence, how does quantum physics relate to the existence of God? Yes. So we go back to that. Now, they can go both ways. We said it is up to the listener. Some may say, well, it actually science has established that there is a cause and effect. If you look at all this, they'll say there's a cause and effect here because we just don't know the deep science that indeed there's a cause and effect and hence this idea of uh, of a religious aspect to it may not really exist. But on the other hand, you look at it and you say, well, wait a minute, there are fundamental rules here that we foresee to to be embedded in the world. But hence, that right there tells us that is the case then really, then what comes to mind at that point is our connection to this observer that we call is really our spirit, mm-hmm. right? In my opinion, our spirit is a manifestation at the quantum level, right, <laughs> of, 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 uh, of this energy that comes out of there. Because at the quantum level, by nature, it is a chancy world. And who knows anybody with their We all know people. Nobody, there's no two alike, Right, the spirit of people is it's it's very different, and in fact, is unpredictable, and hence, to me, that world is a dimension where the spirit world manifests itself into us and our souls. Yes. Right, and I really am a big believer of that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the things, and we, I as a Christian, I have to go back, and other believers too. You have to go back to what God has said. And you can you can say this is what God says, and it's so. But a lot of the things that God says, they don't necessarily line up with our logic, because He's a bigger God. But He has different He He has different tools at His disposal, so that He can say, if you believe, if you have faith, believing, you know, then these things can be so. If God says it, we believe it. But He also has His supernatural. You know, he's got natural rules and supernatural rules. He's got physics. He's got quantum physics. He's got science. And he's got faith. All these different tools that he has to show himself true. And my listening friend, that's where God wants us. He just wants you to know that his word is true. His promises are true. And he has the goods to make them true. No, absolutely. I mean, it, 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 is, it, is, uh, it is God himself, right, that has given us this world. And he has created these rules, and we are a part of this world. Yes. And, and so it is It is absolutely the truth that we are connected to this God. You know what I'd like to do? We talked mm-hmm. a little bit about the power of the spoken word and prayer. What you've learned about quantum physics today, we understand that there is a tremendous power uh, by prayer. Bible talks about pray without ceasing. What I'm going to ask you to do, because of your Chaldean background uh, and kind of northern Iraq is where you, you 
have origins and you speak the Aramaic language to some degree and you have the uh, our fa- the prayer our father's prayer what I'm going to have you do to close the segment and we're getting close to that right now is the uh, our father which art in heaven I'm going to say a phrase or two and if you would be so kind as to say that in Aramaic and what we're going to do here's what I'm believing is going to happen in light of this my friend I'm believing that God is going to intervene within this prayer that we're going to pray and he's going to hear this prayer and he is going to bless his kids as a result of this I'm a Gentile. I speak English. And uh, Hatham has some Aramaic things going on as well as English. So I'm just going to state the beginning of the phrase. And I have... So so for people that don't know that uh, Aramaic is the language of Jesus, right? um, And during that time, there's Aramaic, Hebrew, and Greek. Yes, yes, yes. So let's... Can we move into this? Lord, help Kaz to do this and Hatham as well. Here we go, my friends, as we close the show. My friend, it's been an honor visiting with you and talking about the power of God in so many different arenas. We've been talking about healing and health and miracles. And now we're going to pray the Our Father and uh, in Aramaic and in English and with my friend Hatham Alice. Thanks for joining me, by the way, Hatham. I, I really enjoyed it, guys. <laughs> Our Father, which uh, art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Dethe Melkuzach, Nehwe Soyanach, Ekenna Dwashmeya Abara, Hulan Lahma, Sikan el Yomana, Washwaklan Haubain, Watahene Kenna Dapahnan, Shwaklan Hayawain, Ula Talan Nisyonan, La Passam and Bishamoto, the Lahi Melkutha. Hello, Tushbato Alam Almin. Amen. Blessings to San Diego. Who thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. And my friend, because his is the kingdom and the power. Oh, and the glory forever. My friends, what an honor to spend time with you, my friends. God has you in his sights. And life is under control when you embrace him. Hey, Alice, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. Have we had fun or what? We had a lot of fun. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.